This is CryptoCore Radio, discussing the ideas, people, and projects building the new digital economy. Get the latest on blockchain technology and cryptocurrency updates with your host, Lutz. Hello and welcome to Crypto Core Radio. This is Luke's coming to you live with uh, an interesting show. We're going to do a versus show. We're going to do some comparisons here today. Uh, we have one of the professionals at Komodo and uh, he is also part of the marketing team there and we are going to we're going to compare um, Monero. He's going to explain to us the differences between Komodo and Monero. Now, uh, as of recent, if you guys have listening, have listened to my shows, uh, you'll see that uh, John McAfee was really in favor of Monero. He said it's 100% anonymous. Uh, I thought Komodo was more anonymous. I don't know the technicals behind it. That's why we have Polly Crypto on with us today. Polly, thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the show. And uh, you've been on a couple times already on different Komodo shows. So, uh, you know, I felt you were you were one of the best to explain to us the differences uh, between Monero and Komodo. Now, uh, I don't know if you heard the show. Uh, you know, uh, John McAfee was saying that, you know, the whole dark web uses Monero now. And, uh, you know, it's 100%. There's no possible way that you know transactions could be seen and you know yada 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 it's 100 percent anonymous uh now what's new in the komodo world well uh in with in the komodo world uh you know currently we're we're launching our uh, uh decentralized ico applications which are actually going to be a practical use case for our privacy technology uh jumbler uh, which automates the entire process of sending a, a z transaction uh, currently, in various uh, Zcash, you know, in Zcash forks, you, you have to manually do all the steps to make sure your your uh, transaction has been properly anonymized. Uh, so this this shows one advancement uh, that, that we've uh, made, and it's uh, it's going to change the way things are are done currently in the crypto world regarding ICOs. So it's a good, uh, you know, te- you know, uh, use case for privacy technologies. Cool. Now, uh, we touched upon decentralized ICOs yesterday in our fireside chat with with Gruel Satinder and, and uh, Juan. And uh, you know, why don't you give us a little breakdown as to how that works real quick before we get into the differences? Um, okay. Uh, well, with the decentralized ICO, uh, the biggest difference is, is on the side of the issuer of the coin or token is that uh, their supplies are spread out amongst multiple servers and the exchange part is uh, done on our decentralized exchange layer barterdex um, this allows the issuer to uh, have very you know relatively small amounts going on the order book so a whale can't just buy up everything at once it also adds it's a little bit of a hacker protection because it's easier to hack one you know, node or computer or server rather than hundreds. Um, 
on, on the client side, uh, you know, people can participate anonymously. Um, a lot of coins uh, are running their ICOs through Bitcoin or Ethereum, both which are not anonymous at all. Um, in our system, uh, by you know, going through Komodo, you can use our Jumbler application and have your coins with, uh, with no transaction history uh, be put into a fresh address and you participate in an ICO that way. Um, so it's, it's a big improvement on the way things have currently been done. Oh, very cool, very cool. Okay. I, I, I like to hear the explanation from different people. Sometimes it's, you know, you could understand it a little better when someone else explains it. Uh, I think it's going to revolutionize the way things work. If somebody wanted to participate in a decentralized ICO, how would they go about that? Uh, well, uh, currently we are working on our uh, first decentralized ICO with Monet's. Um, however, there will be a, a standalone application to participate um, across, you know, uh, multiple operating systems. Uh, also in the future that um, we hope to have this accessible via the Agama wallet as well. How does it protect the, the, the ICO, uh, you know, the, how does it protect the person doing the ICO from regulations and laws? Uh, does it at all? You know, like, you know, you see a lot of KY you know, everyone following now the KYC due to all the regulations. Uh, are they now immune to the regulations using the decentralized ICO method? Well, it's always the responsibility of the issuer to comply with whatever laws in the jurisdiction that they're in. Um, but where the decentralized ICO uh, really shines is in areas where it's, uh, you know, uh, where it's gray. Um, like, for instance, uh, you know, it's, it, is it possible to actually comply with all the different, you know, laws regarding ICOs and securities and, you know, various uh, other things that in every single country around the world, uh, I would say no. So, you know, this, it's always going to be a responsibility of the issuer to comply where, with where they live. Um, however, the decentralized ICO allows them to give access to people who are in jurisdictions where um, the legal, uh, you know, uh, realm where ICOs is might be a little bit gray. Um, I see. All right. Uh, so if I did not want to follow the regulations, would it, would it help me in any way? Oh, I, yes. I, I mean, it's, because you know you're spreading, you know um, all the coins out all across the world. But if you're uh, doing it as a legitimate business, it's always wise to follow the regulations where you're where you're at. Um, it just you know will save you a lot more headache in the future if you just you know play by the rules. Right, because at the end of the day, does you know all the all the money still goes to this one wallet that they're collecting it from, right? Well, that's uh, you know um, a little bit of a difference in the decentralized ICM model is that it, it could be spread out amongst multiple different wallets, um, and you know keeping the coins separated, you know, uh, mitigates you know risk of any catastrophic event from happening, and you know losing your coins or losing the tokens you're supposed to give out to people. All right, very cool, very cool. 
Uh, I suggest people take a look at that if they're doing an ICO. I mean, if if somebody wanted to do an ICO, uh, you know, how do how do they start? What you know, who do they talk to? Well, uh, currently uh, we're in the process of getting uh, you know a framework to onboard businesses to do decentralized ICOs. But uh, you know, the best steps, honestly, are to have a fully written game plan actually to be a business or service who's already up and running or at the very least um, you know has a, has a working product about to hit the, the market um, you know they, they need to have all their ducks in the row how they actually want to implement the you know blockchain technology and um, and also you know and the other features found in Komodo um, and their best way to get a hold of us is uh, through uh, Slack or reaching out to us uh, via email on our website. All right, very cool, very cool. All right, so let, let's get to Monero. Uh, what do you know about Monero? How does the, how does Monero work? Yeah, well, Monero works. Uh, its privacy is based off two main factors: uh, ring signatures and stealth addresses. So, ring signatures protect sender of the transaction. Um, it does throw, so through uh, a plausible deniability mechanism. So the premise is, is if several people are signing a transaction, which person actually really signed the transaction? And without an actual, you know, person to accuse of a, a crime or misdoing, um, then, you know, it, it makes it very hard to link that transaction to any specific person. Uh, stealth addresses, which are also found in uh, like Bitcoin and, and other uh, coins, um, protect the receiver of the address uh, of the coins. Um, so somebody sends uh, coins to a stealth address, the address actually sends it to a, a separate address. So uh, this, this helps protect receivers of coins by that, um, say, say you were a store owner and uh, you had an online shop and you had a uh, a um, checkout where you accepted uh, Monero or Bitcoin or uh, a coin that used the stealth addresses. Um, the customer would send the coins to the address listed on the site, but if they would go and check that address on the blockchain, it wouldn't show and have any coins because the coins would be routed to a different uh, destination address. Um, Monero also has recently uh, made improvements through what is called ring CT or ring confidential transactions. Um, so what this does is allows it to uh, obfuscate, um, you know, uh, transactional information. Uh, before this, uh, they couldn't, you couldn't see, uh, or, or you could see rather, you know, the, the senders, the receivers, you know, at least which ones have, have signed and, you know, the coin amounts. Um, with this, it, it it sort of blocks that information. Um, it is done through a different mechanism than what is used in uh, Komodo. Uh, it is done through like a, a multi-layered ring signature. Um, and yeah, that's about the extent where their privacy technology is. Um, the, so what's the, what's, what's the fault? Like where could, where could uh, it go wrong? Like how could somebody, uh, you know, find out you know what where, where the transactions came from is that even possible oh yes it's, it's possible and it's not only possible it's been done several times already um 
you know, crypto note or crypto night is, is very new. Um, and while the Monero team is very skilled and talented, um, it's, you know, with new technology, you're always going to have, um, you know, bugs, so, you know, so to speak. Uh, Monero has actually been de-anonymized several times. And the weakness of it uh, has to do with its limited uh, anonymization set. Uh, since Monero's anonymity is uh, created by the, the amount of people who actually signed on to it, you know, uh, took part in a transaction, or you know, took part in the rank signature, that um, there's only a, there's a practical limit to the amount of people that actually can, you know, be a part of that, um, and I believe that's like around ten in Monero, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, this small anonymity size, uh, it, it's only a matter of time, and even now, that it, the Monero chain could be de-anonymized from that. Uh, also, in anything that uh, obscures transactional details, there's always the risk of some bug being found to uh, create coins out of thin air. And uh, this has actually happened in many different coins, uh, Bitcoin included. Um, but uh, recently, there was a error found in Monero that, that did that as well. Um, so they, from what I've been uh, reading about them, it's it, they have been looking at alternative methods of anonymization. So uh, the, the ZK Starks, which is going to be an improved uh, zero cash, um, you know, variant. Um, but it, the, the the biggest problem with Monero is that it, it doesn't provide for it to be a truly private currency. It doesn't provide enough, uh, you know, mitigation against you know, adversaries with high computational power and, and lots of uh, knowledge in the field, it, they could rapidly de-anonymize majority of the transactions. And like I said before, they already have. Uh, there's, you can look online, uh, prior to rank CT is like 87 some percent of Monero transactions were de-anonymized. Uh, so, it, you know, McAfee's claims that it's the most private, and it, yeah, there is, is, yeah, it's a little far-fetched. Uh, while it is true it is used on the darknet markets a lot, um, it, it's more, I believe, due to ease of use. Um, in Komodo, you have to actually like send a specific kind of transaction, right? You have to send a Z transaction um, as opposed to a transparent transaction. In Monero, the anonymity you know, is automatic. It's like every transaction is signed by multiple parties. So, um, you know, it, I believe that's more has to do with its darknet usage rather than uh, its actual anonymization capabilities. All right, very cool. All right, so how does, uh, you know, are there any faults like this in Komodo? Well, uh, not, no, not like how uh, Monero has. Um, now, it, you know, people have talked about the trusted setup and how it is possible for coins to be have just been created out of thin air in in private. Um, however, the likelihood of this actually happening is very slim, and um, you know, due to what would actually need to have transpired to actually reassemble the the, the secret message to uh, do these zero knowledge proofs. Um, so, it, unlike um, Monero, that the, the possibility for coin generation out in air via its anonymization mechanism is uh, pretty slim to none. Um, yep. 
Gotcha. How about, how about if you had like a quantum computer? Oh, well, okay. The, a quantum, a quantum computers, um, you know, their, their strength is in that, um, you know, they can take a, a key, uh, you know, uh, basically the curve to two, two, five, five, one, nine, I believe is, is what it's called in the, the key generation scheme and, uh, figure out from the public key, what the private key is. Right. Um, in a, a Z transaction, um, you know, the public key isn't revealed. Okay, it just appears as a mess of encrypted data. So it is better in, in that sense against quantum attacks, where Monero, um, you know, the public keys are, are revealed necessarily. It's signed by multiple. Um, so it's not as good against quantum computers. Gotcha. All right, very, very cool. Very cool. Uh, so the price of Monero is, is extreme uh, at the moment. Uh, I mean, what, what's the what's the supply on Monero? Uh, what's the supply on Komodo? Uh, the supply on Komodo uh, is a little over 100 million coins. Uh, I'm not sure what the supply on Monero is. Uh, I do know it grows at quite a large rate, though, like some 20% a year or something. So yeah, I know it's pretty big, I believe. It's 60 million. Ah, 60 million. All right, so, so technically, the the price of Komodo could be half. Oh, you know, if 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 people were to find out about Komodo and how anonymous it is, I mean, the fact is, at the moment, is Jumbler working? Like, like, can people use it yet? I guess people can use it. Uh, it's working uh, via command line fully, and the GUI version, uh, I believe, is is testable. And um, you know, a full, fully working version should be available to the public uh, very shortly. Gotcha. You, do you think uh, people will recognize the fact that Komodo is more anonymous than Monero? I, I mean, I think it's you know, it's going to be definitely a, a publicity struggle. Um, Monero has you know uh, done well on, on the front of promoting itself as the number one privacy currency. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, whatever actually works best is what's going to get adopted. Um, and Monero's flaws are just too glaring to, you know, claim it's, you know, the ultimate privacy coin. Cool. All right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so when it's fully functional, fellas, I think Komodo will rise. Uh, you know, till then, right now, they're still working on it. You could go into Slack, check out the TradeBots channel, and you can watch them work all day long. Uh, is, it, is there anything we should, you know, coming out soon uh, with Komodo? Well, yes. Uh, speaking of the, you know, the jumbler and the privacy, I mean, the users will be able to actually test its, its functionality, um, you know, with the DICO. Because um, they're, they're uh, if I remember correctly, there is going to be an, a standalone app version which incorporates Jumbler. I'm pretty positive on, on that um, because it's one of the purposes behind uh, you know decentralized ICOs that users can use the Jumbler to participate anonymously. So uh, you know it, that it is coming out in the pipeline soon. Also, um, you know we're working on uh, you know uh, you know several uh, other things regarding. Uh, the harder deck swaps 
um, and that that's going to be coming in the pipeline soon. I, I would expect a fully working user, you know, at least the first user ready uh, version within the next couple months. All right, very cool. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I heard you had a lot of uh, good good people coming on the team. You ha you've been hiring some new people. How's how's that working out? Uh, it, it's been uh, going well. It's you know, it, you know, catching everyone up to up to speed and stuff is, uh, you know, is, there's a lot of stuff going on at so it's you know, we're keeping them busy. <laughs> um, and it, it's good to see different perspectives. Um, you know, the majority of the, I, I guess you would call our original team, um, you know, all came from the NXT community, but uh, this is a different wave of people. So it brings in new and different ideas and different uh, organizational processes. So uh, you know, we're working to, uh, you know, incorporate both worlds together and, uh, you know, uh, you know, create a very dynamic and powerful team. Very cool. And I'm glad, I was glad to see you guys are hiring. I mean, it shows. It shows that the team is working. I mean, how many coins do you see, you know, a team, you know, hiring constantly and, you know, uh, working constantly? And you get, you actually get to see it in the TradeBots channel, which is really cool. Uh, so, you know, uh, I, th I think that's it. Let's keep this nice and short, right? I mean, I, we, you know, every, statistically after an hour people start dropping off so let's keep this one nice and short uh, is there anything you like to oh hey how about that website was that ever finished oh the the uh, redesign of cometo platform currently it's uh, in the process right now our web developer Fidius is um moving uh what he created in terms of the wireframe and everything over um and content is about the yeah, work uh, getting it already just so we can just as soon as the wireframe is up, it's bam, put it, you know, copy paste it right over everything, uh, be good to go. Um, so I would expect that within the next, uh, within the next month, you know, less than a month. All right. Well, uh, I know, I know, uh, I've been hearing about that for a while. Uh, yeah, I understand. We've had, uh, you know, several, uh, people on on that job and some didn't work out so uh right when one doesn't work out and you have to find someone to you know come in take over and then find out all what that guy did and then you know where he left off and well let let me tell you we in, co be difficult. in core group core group that info you know where i am now uh we have some we we just brought on some serious talent man i'm talking this guy he's got he's he's had four or five days website is up i mean he is good at what he does he is good uh he is he he wireframe he gave me a wireframe in like 10 minutes and it, it was beautiful it looked really good he does it professionally uh we got some serious talent coming in and core core group I, I don't know how i found them but i found them and he actually he found me because uh, he saw the site, he's like, "Oh man, I could hook you up. I, I do this for a living. He works for these this big company." I'm like, "Wow, it's, he, he's he is." It was amazing. Let me tell you, it was like, "Oh man, if I knew this guy before," and and it's not that bad. You know, his price was was pretty reasonable. So you know, when when you guys, you know, if if you, if you guys need help, let me know, and you know, I'll, I'll hook you up with his his digits. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I you know, always looking and taking. A look at uh, new talent about you know uh, can always use the extra help you know 
We're we're having him redo all our sites. I you know you know me. I I'm the guy that, that created most of them, right? But you know, listen, I I don't have a big head. I know I suck, you know. <laughs> so I'm not the best web designer myself either. So I know I know I suck. And when someone comes along and shows you like a design that looks like a lot more awesome than you know what you could do, I'm like, you know what? I give in. I throw in the towel. I go, it's all yours, buddy. Yeah, and, and and it's best for the long run too. You know, you know, let let people do the work that they they're destined to do. <laughs> so. Right, do, do what they're good at. You know, I'm just the type of guy that keeps pushing through no matter what. You know, even if I suck at you know what I'm doing, you know, I I, I want to get it completed. I want to get it done. That's that's the main point, the reason why I do it. All right, so uh, you know, core group that info continues to work with Komodo. Uh, we, you know, we we're, we're we're trying to get more press releases out and uh you know we're just waiting on komodo uh i'm waiting on komodo and i know a lot of people are waiting on komodo so uh, i i think once komodo comes out with the gui and it's easy to use ah oh, man forget about it man it's they M monero will, will have a run for its money oh yeah exactly yeah like you know, the, the funny thing about Monero, especially, is, is besides uh, the currency function, it doesn't really have any other use. Um, so I think Meta is going to rock the, the entire crypto world with how many use cases it, it can actually, you know, pump out. Hey, listen, if there's a guy out there that knows, a, you know, that, that's like a developer for Monero or, you know, is a professional in Monero, please come on the show. We'll have, we'll have somebody from Komodo come on also. And you guys could tell us the differences, you know, a, you know, legit conversation. And, you know, you guys could talk, talk about it and see, you know, the differences. You know, if there's something that we missed out in this show, uh, you know, if, it, if there's something that was explained that doesn't sound right to you, you know, come on the show. Uh, contact me, press at coregroup.info. Just contact me. And, uh, you know, we'll set up a show with Komodo and we'll, we'll do a, a part two of the show, you know, and, uh, you know, you, you guys could get the technicals down because a lot of there's a lot of technical people out there. They'd love to hear the details. You know, uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand the technicals, but, you know, there are people, a lot of people that do and they would love to hear it. So, uh, you know, come on the show. Hit me up. Uh, press at coregroup.info. And, uh, you know, I'll be waiting for you. And so will uh, Polly. And, and we could even bring we could even bring another dev on from Komodo, right? Yeah, yeah, we're always willing to you know speak and you know help out with the, the core family. Yeah, uh, on the on the end of the, at the end of the day, you know it's it's basically just educating people about your coin. So you know if you if there's somebody out there that feels Monero is better for some reason or you know the technical reason, come on the show because we definitely need to hear the technicals. All right, man. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Polly. You oh, the man. No problem. Thanks for having me. Love you, buddy. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to keep this nice and short, 30 minutes. And uh, don't take up too much time. You just learn a little bit at a time, right? And on the next show, we'll, we're going to start a new versus show. So uh, the next show will most likely be about next versus show will be clout that io which we've uh you know we asked already and uh we'll see if they respond and neos because they're very similar in nature so uh they're both doing something like steam it and we'll see the differences with 
both developers on it would be very interesting to hear right the differences in technology from the actual developers themselves uh, and hydro miner will be on tomorrow it's just an introduction I reached out to them it looked really interesting and uh, they're gonna come on tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time all right fellas this is Lutz I love you all signing out User in your channel stopped recording.